Alex It takes a lot to make him happy, and he is clearly pleased. She's up. She's moving nicely. She's got it. Yes. Hello everybody and welcome back to Off The Podium as we come to you for the very first episode of the actual Pyeongchang 2018 Winter Olympic Games. That is right, the games have begun, the opening ceremony has happened, we've witnessed everything from lights to drones to traditional Korean stuff, oiled Tongan men, future Olympic athletes, as well as still waiting for Thomas Bach to finish his speech because I believe he's about a quarter of the way through and hopefully he might get some exciting stuff throughout this episode. But we're here to talk about the opening ceremony. Day one has actually started at the time of recording, so we can look ahead to what we're looking forward to watching on air, as well as what's happening. And we also even have an extra person joining us today to even out the ledger between Australia and Canada. But I'm going to start off by introducing everybody's favourite promising skeleton athlete. It is, of course, Colin Hilding. Colin, welcome back to Off the Podium. Thank you. And I'm just going to get it out of the way before either the Australians can do it. The New Zealand flag bear entered with a bearskin rug on his back. There, it's done. <laughs> I didn't even pay attention to New Zealand walking in the, sh- in the stadium, let's be honest. No Australians what? did. Uh, also joining us on the line, all the way from the plains of Emu, it is the long-lost member of Just Jerk. It is Jared Lubick. Jared, welcome back to Off the Podium. Thank you. It's great to see um, the amazing K-pop talent um, getting their dues. <laughs> well overdue. Well overdue, well overdue. And also joining us for the very first time on this show to make sure that we have an equal number of Canadians and Australians as written in the charter by the Off the Podium Charter of 2018. She is joining us all the way from the exotic Canadian city of Adelaide. It is, of course, the one, the only... Is she Swiss? Is she Swedish? I don't know. They're probably the same place. It's Mallory Foster. Mallory, welcome to Off the Podium. I thought I was mentally prepared to be bullied, but I was not mentally prepared enough. It's um, exciting to have you on because, believe me, I was just going to have fun today reading out the text messages that you were sending me last night, but I think it's going to be even more fun knowing that you're actually uh, on the episode today. Uh, can you just quickly inform our listeners? Defend- well, to defend yourself, yeah. Well, you can start off by saying, can you tell me, is there a difference between Sweden and Switzerland or are they the same country? Yes, they are different countries. Are you sure? They are... <laughs> <laughs> I'm googling it. You're googling it to double check that you're. No, I know that they're different countries. I know that they're different. Switzerland, it's fine. Okay. Switzerland. Sweden. Abba and Canada. Roger Federer. 
<laughs> United yeah, States. Just and get mixed up. Really? By Mallory? Is yeah. that it? <laughs> I'm trying to find the text message you sent me last night where you legitimately said, why are they coming out differently? They're the same place. <laughs> no, that's not what I said. I said, are those the Swedes? Wait, no, those are the Swedes. <laughs> Uh, we'll get to that, but let's start off with just, um, I guess, initial impressions of the opening ceremony, because, uh, you know, this is this is the part where we can uh, poke fun at Korean culture a little bit, maybe, the only time we can probably do this and not get into trouble. Uh, let's start with you, Colin. Uh, I mean, you're obviously very excited for a certain man in sunglasses and a microphone, but I mean, I don't know if that means you enjoyed yeah. it or you, you think it was <laughs> the worst thing you've ever seen in your life. What did you think of the opening ceremony? Oh, I mean, let's start off with the good. The venue looks fantastic. Um, the ceremonies don't exactly showcase much, though, and I think there are a lot of problems. Uh, I, the biggest problem being, I can't tell because of the weird lighting in this place or because it was the deadest crown in history if one person showed up to these opening ceremonies. <laughs> like, it seemed like it was an empty building, uh, and, and that's simply because you can't see the seats. The show itself, it was fine. Um, it doesn't really compare to past ones we had. I, I think I probably preferred Rio a little bit over this what? just because I felt it was more creative. Well, <laughs> look, we at least saw, saw people over the age of nine in the opening ceremonies. I mean, this was like the kids' Olympic, you know, ceremony. Like Nickelodeon does Pyeongchang Olympics. <laughs> this had drones! It, it also had a lot of effects that seemed to be put on just in tv and probably one of the reasons the audience didn't respond at all because it's like we're watching you know these incredible light shows going on and then in the stadium it's like there's people looking and pointing and then the effects are added later on it's just, it was it was just a bizarre opening ceremony and i don't know also the parade of, well we'll get to the parade of nations later on but yeah it was okay it wasn't the worst but it wasn't the best i i just want to say quickly all rio had was like some built-up buildings in Giselle Bujadizinen, or whatever her name is. That, that, that's about it. Um, but, I had people cheering. Well, that's because Brazil were like, yay, finally all the money that you made us bankrupt with is here to do something with it. <laughs> um, Jared, uh, you're, you're obviously our uh, go-to opening ceremony expert here. Um, I mean, what did you think of the uh, the opening ceremony? I thought it was decent, but it wasn't really what I was expecting. I suppose, like, the last five minutes was what I was expecting for most of the whole thing. And I was like, where was this throughout, like, the entirety of it? I just think it was a bit of a letdown. I think on the positive side, all the rings, all the Olympic rings were, were lit up. <laughs> yes. So, um, I mean, that, that's a step up from, from our last uh, opening ceremony at, at a Winter Olympics. Um, but, yeah, I just thought where there wasn't enough K-pop. It just wasn't what i was expecting <laughs> not enough k-pop all right so we've gotten uh colin not as good as rio jared not enough k-pop uh mallory now again as our esteemed uh second opening ceremony athlete you uh lived near vancouver when the 2010 opening I ceremony don't feel like I'm allowed to have an opinion here. <laughs> well you, you are because you're on um off the podium and everyone's entitled to their own opinions uh just quickly i did find the text message just to say you said wait the switzerland oh. people are swedish right um that, <laughs> that is what you said to me and then immediately after no 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 read the next text that i send or maybe like three texts later that i send after the next that. text you said was it's orcs swiss, they're swiss, swiss followed by oops followed by shh Followed by they're all the same. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. 
correct. <laughs> yep, that's that's what I said. Anyway, um, um what? Are, actually, just after that, I'll quickly say that, that you said, "Oh my God, the Slovenians—they're from Monsters Inc." Um, what did you think? <laughs> oh, so are the Irish. So are the Irish. Oh, well, everyone knows the Irish are just called Mike Wazowski. What did you think of the opening ceremony? Um, Colin said that we're not allowed to talk about the parade yet, but that's like the main part of the opening <laughs> Don't ceremony. To Colin. Second, <laughs> talk about the cauldron. Yeah, we well, need to read that text message about witches and wizards. Well, we'll get to um, that. We do do this in slight order. I just want your overall vibe third. of the opening ceremony, not specific moments, just yet. <laughs> third. <laughs> I didn't tell you this third. beforehand, my bad. Third. Third. Is it my turn yet? Yes. Bronze. Yes. Oh, perfect. Um, 2010 was better. I think that these are the only two opening ceremonies I've ever watched. 2010 was better. <laughs> You, you haven't really missed uh-huh. much since 2010, except for London. London was good. Um, but, yeah, um, I think it was slightly better than Rio. Slightly. Um, just because things looked cooler when they did it, even though, yeah, I have to agree with you, Colin, that pretty much all the cool stuff was pre-recorded. I mean, like that drone thing in the snowboarders was actually live. Um, <laughs> but... I don't know, there's just something about opening ceremonies that have lost their magic. I, I just, I mean, I get the effects, it's modern technology, you know, a lot of that can look good. But, I mean, Jared, you and I, we're, we're both obviously Australian, we all remember the iconic Nicky Webster from 2000, and ever since, you know, Nicky Webster walked out into Stadium Australia and we saw the story of her going through the history of Australia, every single opening ceremony has one rule, that is, get some kiddies and get them to walk through the history of whatever city we're in. And let's be honest, I mean, I was I was enthralled by the history of Canada in 2010. I was enthralled by the history of uh, China in 2008, of the UK in, in London 2012. But, I mean, I didn't learn anything about the history of Brazil two years ago. And Korea, all I think from Korea is that little kids grow up to be neurosurgeons and K-pop singers. They have drones that can <laughs> form the uh, opening rings. They have a K-pop band called Just Jerk. And they can play Psy on a CD and not have the guy perform live. Jared, why why does everyone need to copy Sydney after you know eighteen years ago? Yeah, this was this was no strawberry kisses. Um, <laughs> Nothing I, ever I, is. Just <laughs> my issue. My issue with the kids was they grew up and then they came back and they were young again. I'm like, hang on, what happened here? <laughs> When did time travel become part of, of this opening ceremony? Because I was like, good, they've grown up, they're gone. They're not coming back, they're gone, that's it. And then five minutes later, they're back, and I'm like, well, uh, I don't understand. It's too rushed, too quick. Like, I mean, if this is, like, lost in this time travel or something like that, fair enough. But, like, I want to see them grow up in the closing ceremony. Like, give them two weeks. Like, you know, let them get an education and shit. I'm sure it works quickly in Korea. But, like, I mean, I just love the way that they're there. And they're like, oh, and he's Johnny. He became a neurosurgeon. And he's Jenny. Of course she became a K-pop artist. And then, yeah, you're right. They're back later on dancing with Just Jerk. Um, <laughs> and this is the Olympics. Why did none of them become speed skaters? Well, exactly. Well, all the, the young kids that were carrying the flag. Like, can we just talk about that flag where they're all like, oh, here's, you know, the great Korean, uh, you know, luge person. And here's Jenny. A promising figure skater. Like, what does that even mean? Did you, did, what do the Canadian commentators say about that, Colin, when they're coming out carrying that flag? Oh, which flag? The Olympic flag. You know, the games that we're watching right now, they've got rings on them. Oh, yeah. They weren't really saying much at that point. I think they'd kind of uh, run out of material. They had some good stuff during the parade of athletes, but, 
Yeah, it, it'll calm down by then. Well, they, they kind of give it the respect of like not saying anything at all, so that the the silence of the crowd can just be deafening. And meanwhile, Mallory and I are texting each other, going, "This is boring." <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's like I liked it when um they carry the Korean flag in, and they're all like you know again showcasing. This is where you showcase your great athletes of the past. And there were two two freaking winter athletes. Out of all eight of them. They had the coach of the golf team (laughs) from from Rio. (laughs) It's like they've sat down in a board meeting. Okay, we've got some great Korean athletes that can carry the flag. Okay, we've got our speed skater. Yep. We've got our ski jumper. Yep. Oh, what about the coach of the golf team in Rio? Yep. That's a, that's a, that's a mark on there. Uh, and even when they had the torch in, my, my prediction of the, uh, the torch lighter of Chun Li Kwong was sort of correct. Um, she carried the torch into the stadium. Um, but then she like handed it off to, oh, the golf gold medalist from Rio, followed by a World Cup soccer player. I mean, seriously, I was on for Sai lighting the, the cauldron at that point because they just were getting random Koreans. It wasn't even Olympians. I mean, Mallory, did I, I texted you. And saying that, uh, oh, this is my prediction to light the torch. And you're like, you cheated, you cheated. And I'm like, well, if you had listened to our show yeah, last week. I, did. <laughs> I figured he hooked it up. Um, <laughs> the part of the lighting, though, that I liked was the two hockey girls. Yes. Well, that was smart of them. Yeah. What we're going to do, I think we just lump so much of these things in random because I think we're going to talk about the Parade of Nations completely separately. And I know I've got plenty of notes. Yeah. I've got plenty of notes okay. here on the, uh, the coverage, at least from Channel 7. And I'd love to hear some of the CBC stuff as well. Jared is, uh, waiting to just get ripped into Channel 7 as well. Um, but just, I mean, we'll jump to the torch lighting. Now, Mallory, you're, <laughs> inform our listeners and Colin and Jared of your description of, uh, how this torch got, uh, the cauldron got lit. Nothing. Was that a question for someone? Uh, well, I think you're. I, I well, the one who's named Mallory only. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes. All right. We'll try that again. Uh, can you inform our listeners, Jared and Colin, and anyone else who can hear my name, my voice right now, um, that what you thought, how you described the cauldron being lit? I can't describe that with appropriate words. Well, you can because you're on uh, off the podium, and there's no such thing as inappropriate words. What if my mother decides to listen? Your mother to this? won't listen to this. Okay, it looks like. Well, yeah. Do you want to type Is it a, a penis? <laughs> <laughs> Let's just play twenty questions here. Is it phallic of nature? Um. But but okay no I have no but I I can't there's Does no way like to a but? Like, save them. <laughs> there's no 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 there's no way to save them they did a really terrible job whoever designed it I just watched the episode of How I Met Your Mother where um Ted's boss designs a building that looks like a dick and everyone <laughs> is too afraid to tell them this is the same situation right. So, in other words, it looks like a dick. That's just basically what you're saying. Yeah. I want to read out your other your other text messages here, Mallory, that you'll send me. Um, it's cool that it's two of the ice hockey players. Also, that would be terrible. All those stairs, ha, ha, ha. What is it? A cauldron. Are Koreans or witches and wizards? The red outfits remind me of Barney's su- silk suit jamas. Um, yes! <laughs> 
Care, care to explain? I've been watching a lot of How I Met Your Mother. Yes, you, you really have been. But you also said that it, this is your excitement that you've written here. Can we limit that it took two hours to get to skaters? Talk about um our, what was it? What's the name? I can't remember a name. Yunji Kim. Yunji Kim. Yunji Kim. Somebody Kim. Um, Did you like <laughs> skating before she lit the cauldron, Mallory? No? <laughs> okay. Uh, um, she's just ignoring you now. <laughs> well, no. I, like, it's the Winter Olympics. You shouldn't be walking around with shoes the entire time. I don't know. <laughs> what else would you walk in in, in winter? I think I'd walk in shoes because I'd burn my feet and be cold. Apparently shorts if you're from Bermuda. Or just shirtless yeah, if you're from Tonga. <laughs> no? And a skirt. And a skirt. Can we also just put Mallory's disrespect of uh, island culture in the Pacific? He's wearing a skirt! <laughs> <laughs> I, I very much enjoyed the parade. I, I really liked the fact that um, with... Uh, am I saying a name correctly? Yuni Yun Kim? Um... Jared, you're a figure skater fan. Am I saying that correctly or? <laughs> sure. Okay, cool. Um, I just like the fact that when they got to the top of the stairs, which, cause obviously the elevator was broken, but they, Unikim, not Yunji Kim, what have I written Unikim here? Unikim. Um, that she's actually at the top there and she's skating, like she's showing off what she does. Like, Jared, why couldn't have Kathy Freeman in Sydney just done a lap of Stadium Australia, run the 400 metres, then lit the cauldron? Why couldn't Wayne Gretzky in Vancouver, I don't know, like, just cross-checked a few people and shot a goal and then lit the torch. Like, <laughs> I think that people who are lighting the torch should have to, like, do what Yuna Kim did here and show off what they do. I mean, Colin, would that have worked for Vancouver? I mean, Canadians, they're not going to body-check anybody because that's just rude, you know? <laughs> Leave that to those in Salt Lake City. I mean, the Canadians would just apologize to every single person on their way up to the, the cauldron. <laughs> Sorry, sorry. Jared, do you think Kathy Freeman could have just done a quick 400 metre like that was her practice run before she lit the cauldron in Sydney? Yeah, well, I think the cauldron lighting should, like, it needs to be tailored to a specific sport. Like, I'm all for, like, the shooting, like, the flaming arrow at the, at the cauldron to light it. So I'm thinking Winter Olympics here, she could have had her skates on fire. I would have loved to see, like, a flaming, like, curling stone and then, like, brushing it towards the cauldron and it sets Wait it all on fire. Wait, so climbing icy stairs is not an Olympic sport anymore? When did this change? Uh, that's in Beijing 2022, you know, after after competitive uh. climbing in Tokyo. <laughs> that's a good point, though, Jared. I could see, like, you know, a flaming hockey puck lights it. Um, I think that uh, Kim should have had to land, like, a triple axle or, uh, you know, somebody comes along with, like, a metal pole and breaks a knee just as the torch gets lit up or something like that. Did you see how small that little tiny ice rink was she couldn't have landed a triple axle on that just then mallory sorry. she's yuna kim she can do anything all right did you not see how crazy the koreans went when she like did this stuff she's uh, all the arm movement i heard all like 16 movement. people applauding that's how crazy they went exactly everyone <laughs> no, was crazy 16 sound effects of people applauding. that's right <laughs> they were pre they were pre-recorded with drones uh, I just, I love the fact here, I'm just seeing a headline from, uh, The Sun, which says, maybe this is Mallory, what you're referring to. Winter Olympic flame lighting ceremony mocked as robot, robot fire penis. So that's nice. Uh, <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> but it was it was kind of cool. But yeah, that giant extendable alien dick that like went to the cauldron, uh, and it it looks like um, is it War of the Worlds where like those big things shoot those big beams down with Tom Cruise in it? It kind of looks like one of those spaceships. So um, you know, it's Korea, like their future. Imagine what Tokyo is going to look like in two years' time. Jesus. This is, uh, and just also full fledged Transformers landing in the crowd. If Super Mario does not light it with Pikachu, then I'm not. I'm not there. <laughs> um, but I'm just looking here that apparently, actually, in Vancouver, they light the the cauldron from the 2010 games as like a respect of the Winter Olympics are on. So, Mallory, Colin, did you get invited to do this? I mean, there's four of them, so you could have each joined in. Well, I mean, only one of us is in Canada to do this. Oh, right, so Mallory wasn't available. <laughs> both of us, both so. of us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and they s- skipped past me because uh, Justin Trudeau uh, needed to do it himself, along with Justin Bieber. It was the, it was the Justin parade. <laughs> the, the Canadian Justins, followed by the Canadian Ryans. Two, two Justins yeah. on one side. Ryan Reynolds <laughs> and Ryan Gosling. Only Ryans and Justins are allowed to do anything in this country. And Mallory, you, you would have been there for that, surely. Yeah, I would have flown in just for that. Yes, yes. Uh, just a few other things. I mean, there's really not a whole lot to talk about before the parade of that because it just, the thing is, like, there's just not much goes on. Like, they come out, they show a couple of projections oh. on the thing. There's kids, there's athletes come in, there's pre-recorded Lennon, drones. Guys. The what? John Lee Lennon. Oh, the traditional Korean classic of Imagine by, uh, <laughs> John Lee Lennon. Where they all, they all sang in English too. <laughs> Can I just point out, I think they ran out of budget on the drones. So they're like, oh shit, we need them to sing and put the dove and stuff. So let's just get some buskers and have an inflatable balloon dove. <laughs> that was the cheapest looking dove I've ever seen in my life. What? Even you, Mallory, were like, what's with the dove? True. It was so bad, Jared. Like, I mean, look, I the song Imagine is classic. We were told that by Channel 7 about 30 times. And what did Hamish <laughs> McLaughlin say? Words, it still means so much to this day. Thanks, Hamish McLaughlin. Um, I mean, did, did we, if you, okay, Jared, I imagine you've got a checklist. As I said, you're our opening ceremony expert. You've written down all the things that you need to see in an opening ceremony. You know, the speeches, the, the lighting of the cauldron, kitties growing up and shit. Did you have on your checklist a Imagine by John Lennon, played by Korean buskers. No, that's on the um, do not do, do not attempt <laughs> under no circumstances. I cannot, I cannot stand that song. And it's <laughs> Thank the most you. cliche piece of crap that you could put in there. Like, <laughs> oh, and the fact that they were all singing in different keys. The buskers probably weren't even playing that song by the sounds of things. It was just like this cacophony of noise with nobody knew what they were doing. The guy on the end was singing way too loud and the lady next to him was giving him side eye. Um, it was terrible and it's just like a different song. <laughs> Maybe like another... Well, change the lyrics so it's in Korean or something. Like... <laughs> And like, this is, this is a country, like, can I just point out that like, you know, it's all well and good that you get all Korea to march in together. Oh, unity. There's Kim Jong-un's sister chilling next to the Korean president. Great. But like, you know, as soon as these games are over, they're both basically going to raise their missiles again and go, you shoot first. Now you shoot first. Now you shoot first. <laughs> what are they all of a sudden? Do we get these buskers on the like, demilitarized zone in Korea? Imagine there's no war or whatever the hell the lyrics are. <laughs> Gustav Grays would just blow that up with a laser in the sky, let's be honest. <laughs> Look, I'm, I'm going to go through a whole list of things that I thought were both great and horrible about this performance. Um, so, great. They finally introduced somebody into these opening ceremonies over the age of nine, and he's approximately 90 years over the age of nine. <laughs> Second, 
this group was a, just a happy accident because I'm convinced that all the three others were background singers. And when the first guy, the old guy's heart stopped after the first verse, they all just improvised to take over. <laughs> like, I swear, he just stopped moving, breathing. Like, I'm like, you know, there's a man down on stage here. Like, somebody do something. Who knows CPR up there? I mean, I was starting to think that, like, Thomas Bach had bit him and turned into the undead <laughs> in the middle of the ceremony. <laughs> Oh my I just, god! It was like horribly bad, and then, as I said, the fact that this is like the Korean showcase. So let's sing, you know, a British song sung in English. I, I want them to go back to uh, London, well, 2012, and sing a Korean song now that they're doing. This. Yeah, just do some K-pop in London. What the Gangnam Style bone? Can we just say, just sorry to interrupt you here, Colin, just while I remember, that got literally the biggest cheer of the entire opening ceremony when whoever was in control of the CD player at the opening ceremony put on Gangnam Style. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, continue. Uh, well, can we go a little bit into the parade of nations now? I want to do that completely separately because I... I Okay, okay, we'll do it separately. There's so much on that. Uh, (laughs) So... Can I have defense for their... Terrible performance. Well, Colin, I don't think Colin's finished, but no, you no, I interrupted. No, no, go ahead. No, sorry, ahead. I'm, just, I'm telling argue, you not to interrupt when I, I do. Argue with you. I need something to argue no. with you. Go ahead. <laughs> there were three. There were three good things about the performance. One was the cool, like the actual cool people doves with the candles. Those were really cool. I enjoyed that. <laughs> Two was making fun of that girl's yellow toque with the fake pearls. <laughs> Come on, did you see it? You it was terrible. Tukes. It was anyway. That's beanies that, that for non-Canadians. We got to make fun of <laughs> three. So I watched the opening ceremonies. I somehow like slightly created a bit of a family event and got like the kids to watch the opening ceremonies, like the kids that I'm living with right now, um, to watch the opening ceremonies with me. And as soon as they started, and we had finished complaining about how terrible it was, <laughs> the youngest one, he's ten, looks up and goes. If you just switched the colors between his scarf and his jacket, he would be the Korean Obi-Wan Kenobi. Not that I... <laughs> not that I have but that was a really good moment for me because I thought it was funny. <laughs> I was looking at the one guy thinking, it looks like David Tennant from Doctor Who. Like, <laughs> none of this looks Korean. It all belongs in London, apparently. I literally would have preferred <laughs> to see floating uh, Mary Poppins' Leia flying into the stadium going, Help me, Obi-Wan Kenobi, you're my only hope. <laughs> Can I also talk about you know the great symbolic opening of yin and yang that was done in blue and red that basically just looked like a giant Pepsi logo in the middle of the stadium? I thought Coke was the official sponsor of the Olympics. I didn't know Pepsi. That was all Super Bowl the other day, wasn't it? Yeah, I mean, the, the projections were like... And can we also point out that I reckon whoever choreographed the entire opening ceremony of this just put on the Beijing 2008 one because with that drumming situation, again, looked cool, but was that just not Beijing 2008? Like, come on. Yes. Yeah, it's... Yeah. <laughs> it's all... It's all... It's all uh, repeats. It's all uh, redo. There, there was nothing really... And, and even with... The, like Mallory was mentioning about the dove or whatever. I'm like, okay, there were a couple of cool moments with doves. If we didn't have 65 million of them over the course of two hours, like, there were more doves in this than nine-year-old kids. It's... I mean... <sighs> I've, I've missed the days of opening ceremonies being more about the nation and like I guess this whole message of peace and like we saw it in Rio was like oh you know you're killing the world so you know let's all be carbon neutral and shit like okay you've got the world looking at you so you're gonna send a message 
But at the end of the day, I would rather see a celebration. I mean, that's what I enjoyed about Vancouver. I enjoyed seeing all that stuff about Canada. And then the closing ceremony is kind of like the fun one where you can have a bit more of a poke of funning at your culture. London, I think, I don't get why people talk down London's opening ceremony. That, to me, was my favourite one I've seen. I like that even more than I like Sydney's opening ceremony. And just the way they kind of did it, even thinking back to Athens, which we never talk about, because uh, the Greeks don't talk about it, so we don't talk about it, because they've bankrupt their country since they've had those games. But, I mean, I enjoyed some of the elements of the of the Athens ceremony, because had that big lake in the middle of the um the thing, so that was really, really cool. But, like, it's it's just not a case of, okay, you've got the world looking at it, oh, look, we've got doves and shit, and, oh, imagine that there's peace between the careers, and great, but, like... Oh, I just, I want to see more, like, more K-pop. I'm with Jared, more K-pop. I mean, we'll see that in the closing ceremony. I reckon that's where they will do it. Um, but, uh, like, you think of Korea, I think of K-pop, I think of Psy, I think of Daniel Day Kim. Where was Daniel Day Kim? I'm disappointed. <laughs> uh, <laughs> hello to all our Lost fans out there. Um, just one thing, can we all agree, though, and I think, I know, Mallory, you and I were saying that this was the cool bit, even though it was pre-recorded. The drones bit with the, the snowboarders, that was cool. Jared, did you like that bit, at least? Yeah, that was solid. Um, would have been better to see it live, but um, and I was kind of hoping that, that we would see some crashes between them, because that <laughs> amount of snowboarders on a hill at the same time seems a little bit ridiculous. But, you know, yeah, that was definitely one of the highlights of the ceremony. Colin, were you an advocate for the drone borders? Yeah, like, again, everything in here was kind of cool, but it, none of it really it didn't mesh well together. And so much of it did just seem like a production. Like, when I'm watching an open ceremony, I really want to feel like I am, you know, there in a stadium. And w when I'm looking back on the Canada Games closing ceremonies that I went to in August, which is not, not even, like, small. I mean, there's uh, Olympics, there's Commonwealth Games, there's Pan Am Games, then there's Canada Games, you know? And that felt like more spectacular and more like a show for the people. Like, it's just, none of it really felt like an opening ceremony. It just felt like I was watching, you know, just various clips on YouTube and none of it mixed well together. I, before I get to you, Mallory, just quickly about that, I'll just say, I uh, ran with the Queen's Baton yesterday for the Commonwealth Games. There was only a few people in my little area that I was doing it, like my family, a couple of people come and said hello. I got my photo taken with this woman. She wanted to touch the baton. It was great. It's not often a woman says, can I touch your baton and I can get away with it. But... <laughs> I thought there were more people on that street than there were in this opening ceremony cheering. So um, that's, that's that's where I'm going with that. Mallory, you loved... It was, go, yes, go, Colin. Well, I was just going to say, it, it's that weird light thing that seems to be in front of every single seat, which basically, even if this thing was sold out, it's obscuring your view of every person in the crowd. It's just... It, the, the venue itself, the stadium, looks fantastic, but there's something with the staging where they wanted lights everywhere where it, it looks like there's a bunch of robots watching you. Like, you can't tell if there's a living soul there. They probably were. They probably didn't sell enough tickets. <laughs> like, shit, get some, get some of those robots. Um, and it's a smaller venue, too. Like, what, 30,000? That doesn't seem like that much to sell out for an Olympics. Well, it's, I mean, the thing that I think we established, didn't we, last week when we did the preview, is that obviously the, the main stadium for the opening and closing ceremonies is unique in the winter games because you don't have any sports because it's not, you know, you don't have athletics or, or whatever you have in the summer games. So this is kind of only there for these ceremonies. Um, yeah. So, I mean, that's the difference. I mean, obviously, Vancouver famously had it indoors, didn't they? And that was kind of the only one that they ever had indoors. So, and I, I was always questioning that. Like, you mentioned sort of the order of big sporting events. And obviously, with the Commonwealth Games coming up, you know, the the main stadium for that in the Gold Coast is a... Whoa, this guy on Slopeside just had a massive crash. Sorry. Um, it's in Metricon Stadium, Carrara yeah, Station. 
You saw that too. It's only about 30,000 people on the Gold Coast, and I'm kind of like, well, that's a small stadium to have an opening ceremony. But after last night... (laughs) Go, Mallory. Swedish, right? Is he what? The one who... Swedish? Oh, he's Swiss or Swedish. It's, you know, the same thing, aren't they? Um, you know, he's Wait, this guy that just crashed is Swedish, or are we back on the Swiss? <laughs> like, no, no, the guy who just crashed, I'm wondering which he is. He's European. He's Swedish, right? Well, he looks both Swiss and Swedish to me. <laughs> I, mean, I can't tell the difference. <laughs> Don't you, you look at their eyes, Mallory. They look very similar. <laughs> His board says Rome. He's Italian. <laughs> no, he's probably so French. <laughs> <laughs> um, Am that... I allowed to kick you off your own show? Can I just take over? Uh, no. Um, I mean, if, if you're going to record it, yeah. <laughs> well, edit it. You wouldn't be the first person to leave one of our podcasts and start their own show, so by all <laughs> means, if you want to, go ahead. Um, he was Swedish. <laughs> Swedish, all right. I told I thought he looked like you? Bjorn. Um, Mallory, what did you you like the drones yeah. and the snowboard. I mean, this snowboard is not as good as the ones last night, clearly. Oh, is this what we're talking about right now? Uh, Sorry, no, I was no, really we're... distracted by his rap. <laughs> Swedes and Swedes. Um, okay. So, yes, I enjoyed it. My first thought when the f- snowboarders, like, started is, wow, that's a bu- busy hill. Someone is going to die. No one died, or else we could see it when they crashed. What a letdown. My second was, I just, like, I did really like the representation of it. I think I say something in capital letters in a text to you about fire. I was pretty excited. There was fire. You just said um, fire in capital letters. That's all you said. Fire! No, no, no. I said, this is cool, though. Here's in borders with fire in capital letters. I was very excited about the fire. Um, yeah. I Okay, what I didn't like is that the first set actually had fire. And then the second set, we're all just like, lit up with lights on their bodies. Did you see that? Yep. Did anybody else yeah. notice that? No, I saw that. But at the end, when they like actually formed the rings, they all got fire. Well, it was kind the of... Fire's the exception. Well, it was like, you know, how the well, kids grew up. It was like, you know, back in Korea, one person would get fire, and then ultimately they'd all get fire, and then they would all cook like baked beans and sing Imagine, the traditional Korean favourite. So... <laughs> Um, <laughs> that's how they went. Uh, before we get to Pride Nations, two other things I want to quickly say. The beginning when we had the giant Brobby or, no, Brobby's the Commonwealth Games. Oh, God, I'm getting confused here. Uh, Su Young and Boorang of the giant tiger, whatever it was. Yeah. Um, and can we just, we've got to mention Thomas Bach. Uh, I mean, I love the Korean president, <laughs> the head of the international. He's awesome. Like, he was great. I don't understand a word of what he's saying, even though Hamish McLaughlin was telling me everywhere, but we'll get to him. Um, but like, he was just the way he was, it was exciting, and I didn't understand the guy. Thomas Buck just gets up, hello everybody, ah, 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 we are here to <laughs> open the games, ah, 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 don't cheat, ah, 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 like he just, he's such a weedy little shithead, like, <laughs> man, even Mallory, you say this guy was boring, right? This is, this is the president, the guy with the glasses, who was, you know, the ISE president, of how boring he was. Yes. And just quickly, in we the slope side, can I just point out this guy's like, oh, I thought they were making out. Sorry, there was these two guys <laughs> on the top of the course having a big hug. Sorry, Mallory. I'm just... <laughs> he's a Russian. He needs a hug because he's not allowed to compete for his own country. His drugs haven't kicked in yet. Um, back to this boring speech. So, it started <laughs> in French when... He said something in French. I don't even remember what he said. Bonjour. But my host dad, sitting here trying to translate, but not doing a very good job, um, it got to the part where he talked about 1966, 
And Phil looks up and goes, that's 28, right? And I was like, no, not even close. I'm sorry. Um, And then he starts speaking English. And we're like, he kind of has a French accent, but it's not a real French accent. So literally throughout basically his entire speech, we were just talking about like where we thought he was from, which is Germany. We Googled it. Um, And then, oh, shoot, I just really lost my train of thought. Something else funny (laughs) happened during this time. Oh, I found out that French is an official language of the Olympics. Yes, that is. That's all un- from unfortunately, that is true. Uh, <laughs> hey, well, no, you, I was really confused. You know, you like, can oh, tell that because when they announce every single country, you basically hear Madagascar, 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 <laughs> and then yeah, the person who says Madagascar you, runs away. Yeah, Colin, being from Canada, though, I just like. And also, not being old like the rest of you. No offense, Jared, I don't know how <laughs> older uh, than me! <laughs> well, she said the rest of us. Jared. Oh, I thought you were talking about me. You. Um, Thanks for that. Okay, so, my thoughts on this. <laughs> um, being from Canada. Hey, Canada came third. Um, in the first heat. <laughs> being from Canada, everything is in French and English. Mm-hmm. So the fact that I never noticed that the Olympics were in French and English is, like, not that surprising, just because we're used to it. Like, we always get everything in both languages. New Zealand is second! Hey, stop! Sorry! I'm in- <laughs> no, 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 Mallory, can we just I'm pause your thought for a second? New Zealand second in winter sports? This is ridiculous! And you're not listening to me. I am. And New I Zealand is second. My population are Chinese, Spanish, and then English. It makes sense that it's in Korean because it's in Korea. It kind of makes sense that it's in English because English. But why is it in French anyway? So that's when I because learned that French is an official language of the Olympics. Can I? Can I? Can I answer that question for you? Because um, sorry, it was uh, the the original. I know it's Greek, but I believe the original president or kind of the, where it was all based uh, is in France. And a lot of the um, and France and England were like the superpowers of the world that it started. <laughs> sorry, hearing the words France and superpower in the same sentence is funny. Um, I just. <laughs> <laughs> I just cannot believe that I just saw the words New Zealand second in the Winter Olympics. I know it's a heat. <laughs> but, like, that's just not funny. That's not on. Jared, where are we? What's happened to Australia? We snowboard. We won gold in snowboarding. What's New Zealand doing there? Yeah, I'm I'm terribly confused. That was actually my highlight from the Parade of Nations was a whole. They've only won one medal at the Winter Olympics. And I was like, yep, let's keep it that way. No more medals, please. And this is just this is devastating. <laughs> Perfect segue, Jared Lubick. Thank you very much. Uh, all right, here we go. We've been waiting for the Parade of Nations. Now, yes. now I want to tie this in with a little bit of Channel 7 stuff here for, for Jared and I, for our Australian uh, audience. I mean, Nalara, you also were watching the Australian coverage. Um, now... I- not listening to what the Australians were saying. You did not miss this. a single thing. Uh, because, A, we were missing Bruce and no the opening ceremony. Time. I didn't even hear what you just said there. You sounded like a robot, one of the ones that were, like, droning. Um, I Thanks. did not like seeing an opening ceremony without Bruce. Jared, where was Bruce? Do you know where Bruce was? Bruce wasn't there and I'm not happy about this. 
Yeah, I think Bruce has to be at home for the uh, summer of horse racing, which they're trying to promote. And I'm like, the Winter Olympics are on? Or do I watch horse racing? Like, it's not even an option there. Um, but, yeah, like, where is he? Get him over there. Get him. Just get him Weak. on Skype. Um, he doesn't need to be there. He can commentate both at once. He's Bruce. He can do anything. Get him on the commentary team, please. And and this is the thing. Like, Bruce is every man. Like, And uh, Mallory was like, who's Bruce? And I'm like, you'll be in Australia. You'll know who Bruce is soon. Uh, we didn't get any, ooh, I want to take yous or anything like that, but we've got plenty of these as I'm going to go along here. And just quickly, I swear Channel 7 have sent their B team. Just, they've just, I've never heard of half these people. Whoever that woman That's is. generous. Was, who was that woman with Hamish McLaughlin? She's, ter- she's terrible. Who is she? <laughs> I don't know. I like, what was with her whole, like, name dropping every two seconds? Oh, yes, I've met this person. I've met that person. This person gave me their number. Like, <laughs> Oh, no, no, no. You're thinking of Jackie. I don't care. No, that's, that's Jackie Cooper. We'll get to her. I'm talking about the other one who was in the other the bit. What I was going to say with this pro-donations, the segue into this is that they swapped over to who I think is the future Bruce. I'm a Basil Zemplis defender. Jared, I think he's got a bit of Bruce McAvaney about him. But the other woman with him was Jackie Cooper. She was a former aerial skier who would always choke in the Olympics. She never won a medal, but she would always crash out and choke. But I actually enjoyed some of her funny things, because I wanted to do some of these one... I've written down so many of these quotes. But, all right, I'm going to start with you, Mallory. You've been begging for this. Um, Parade of Nations, give us your highlights, because you were commenting on all the outfits. You you enjoyed this. Okay. My first low light, since you asked about those as well... Is their stupid alphabet? <laughs> Can we just talk about how dumb Korea is? So we get to this section in their alphabet, which is the seventy-second country. Oh wait, nope, that's a lie. The sixty-sixth country in their alphabet is the first C, which is the Czech Republic. That's C freaking Z, C Z, and yeah, that's in the English. first <laughs> Ma- Mallory, Wait, China was before Czech Republic. That's no, CH. This is, this is very important to the parade. Colin, you better freaking appreciate this. <laughs> is the Czech Republic. The second is Chile. And the third is Kazakhstan. But it starts with a K before Canada. Oh, I was so upset. country because the stupid alphabet is not in the English freaking language. I was, yeah. Hi, everyone. That was not okay with me. How do you get um, Kazakhstan before Canada that starts with a K and there were already C countries? I'm guessing it goes yeah, by like, the K sound. Is, like, let's take the country of Spain. They should be in the S's, but Spain don't call themselves Spain. So Espanol. <laughs> Espanol. Yeah, Espania. So, I mean... And it's funny because I I read an article today that was talking about the big fails of the opening ceremonies. I mentioned the same thing, this weird messed up alphabet they have. Well, it was the same thing in Rio. I mean, the fact is you go by whatever is local. And just because we... Yeah, just because we call it Kazakhstan, that doesn't mean they don't call it a Kazakhstan or but Kazakhstan. (laughs) And then it ends up bumping itself up in the alphabet. True. But Canada is still more important than Kazakhstan to me. Ma- Mallory, yeah, Mallory, when you, when you join us on the uh, board of the uh, Ben Lomond 2026 Olympics, uh, we can create our own alphabet to make sure that every single country is Canada and the rest just all come out together as one country. Okay. 
He's Canada, 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 and, and the rest of the world. Um, can somebody explain <laughs> to me why Greece is always first in the alphabet? How does that work out? <laughs> and there's a trivia for you, Mallory. Do you know why Greece was first? Here we go. <laughs> My honest assumption was that Greece is first because it was where the first Olympics Yay! was posted. So there's last they're hosting the Olympics. That's the tradition. So every Let's- every Olympics you will always have Greece comes out first and the host nation comes out last. However, in Athens in 2004, they had a solitary Greek flag to signify the tradition at the beginning and then Greece came out last. Good to know. Boring mm. facts that Mal doesn't know about. <laughs> okay. So, the parade this is the most exciting part of the Olympics. Of the whole Olympics? Olympics? Not even the, the sport. <laughs> like, who cares about Canada winning, like, 10 gold? It's We saw them walk out in their we lovely outfits. <laughs> we haven't gotten to sport yet. I will say this again and again throughout the Olympics, especially when we're talking about figure skating. Now, this is the most exciting part of the Olympics because of their outfits, as Ben now knows. Um, the other thing is, there are so many countries that shouldn't freaking be in the Winter Olympics. <laughs> Ghana was the second freaking country to come out. Like, excuse me? I mean, we should strike Jamaica from the record, because <laughs> they're irrelevant well, in the Winter Olympics. So is Australia. But, like, Ecuador. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Hey, Ghana there and was- Ecuador are traditional winter rivals. You be careful with those two. I mean, if if that logic is to be applied, then Canada should never compete in the Summer Olympics. (laughs) I said that to her last night! How many many medals do we win in the Summer Olympics? What is Australia doing in a Winter Olympics? Come on! No, I try not to make fun of Australia because my boyfriend's Australian, but then you hear him talk and it's like... Who is he? Hang on, who is this guy? Um, (laughs) Anyway, so the outfit. Now... I need to refer to my list of text messages that I sent to Ben throughout the night. <laughs> Don't go um, too far also, back. fun fact about Ben, he doesn't know how to spell assassin, and it's kind of funny. Hey, you think Sweden um, and Switzerland are the same place? That outrules my <laughs> dumbness. <laughs> Assassin's a big word. <laughs> yeah, you're rude. Anyway, um... Okay, so I basically just talked about the outfits a lot. I wish that Canada had nicer outfits, to be completely oh, honest. I like them. Um, it could be worse. We could be Australia dressed as, like, valets for the eight <laughs> okay. Olympics in a row. Yeah, we weren't valets. Yeah, we were giant so silver puffy cone things. <laughs> if you... No, no, no. If you put Australians pants with um the white jackets from one of the first countries which i can't remember possibly the netherlands they had white jackets they were really nice white jackets with australia's like green pants oh so nice i would wear that on a mountain um the toques best part of the entire ceremonies like i will seriously buy every toque unless it has um France. usa printed on the top oh. basically um Actually, I didn't like the, uh, oh, what country was that? Israel's toques? Oh, the famous Israel toques. From that, all the toques were perfect. <laughs> oh, Hungary? Okay, let's just talk about Hungary for a second. Yeah. They wore puke freaking green. 
<laughs> Who decided that? That was a really well, dumb because, decision. Because as we've discovered, Mallory, you need to go back and listen to our Rio coverage, but the Hungarians, they're funny people. So they just, they wanted to go out there with their, their puke green and be like, hello, everybody, we're back, we're hilarious. Madagascar is making their debut in this Olympics, <laughs> or maybe their second. That's stupid. Madagascar is a tiny island of also very known in French nicely as Madagascar people. <laughs> um, and it's warm there. Yes. Um, there was also a part where somebody was walking through, and they talked about how they trained on like roller skates or something like that. I don't know. I wasn't paying that much attention. But it was like, oh, they're a Summer Olympics country, but when they train for the Winter Olympics, this is how they train. And it's like, this is stupid. Get them out. Um, <laughs> Monaco's flag bearer was really attractive. That was exciting. Bermuda <laughs> the Olympics, that is not exciting. Um, can, can, Mallory, Mallory, can I interrupt you here? You're, you're a female. You like men. Uh, I hope you do. Uh, what the Tongan? <laughs> Wait, she's with you. She can't like them that much. <laughs> T- Tongan, Tongan flag bearer is the talk of the world again. <laughs> it's rude to me. Or rude to men? <laughs> it's always rude to me, Mallory. It's not rude to you. Don't worry. Uh, everyone, I'm kind of offended. everyone talks of the Tongan flag bearer. I want to hear Colin's view take with Jamie soon. But uh, you know, you, you mentioned something about less oil and he'd be attractive. Okay. So, take off the skirt, first of all. Oh, you do sound like Jamie. (laughs) Third, the Moroccan, I think, was not Morocco. Sorry, the Monacan. The Monacan? What what do you call people from Monaco? Uh, Rich. (laughs) I call them Swedish. (laughs) You're Monaco Moroccan, they're the same thing, just like the Swedish and the Swiss. guy is famous for being shirtless and like he is attractive don't get me wrong um sean white is an old man now he's 31 and he's i'm about to turn was- 31 <laughs> oh wait here's the thing no, no no when they like announced that your australian snowboarder who was carrying your flag was going to be competing against sean white and that sean white was there again i was like holy sean white has been competing forever So I Googled him, and I was like, oh, he's way younger than I thought he was going to be. Yeah. Speaking of young and old, (laughs) Canada, represent, um, has the oldest Olympian this year. She's 52. She is a uh, somebody who sits on the bench, and if somebody gets hurt, she gets to play. What is that called? A curler. A reserve. (laughs) Um, A French person. (laughs) You're rude. San Marino has a team. Who knows what they They've do? They've got more snow um, than Australia does. <laughs> Weren't you expecting Valentina to walk out for San Marino? <laughs> Not make the finals. <laughs> there's a there's a uh, reference to all our Eurovision listeners out there. <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot about that. That was exciting. No, that was a different um, one. But thanks for pretending you knew what we we're talking about. <laughs> okay. Wait, what? Because Ireland, I've got to get to these. Don't don't ruin my quotes from the commentators. All right, that's a Irish Eurovision quote. Okay. <laughs> Is that it? Um, <laughs> We'd other people to talk so. about. Oh, <laughs> have we already talked about that? What have we talked about? What monsters Inc.? Have well, you said it. Look them up. Okay, wait. This is an important <laughs> political, possibly not political. Oh lord. Point that I need to make. 
<laughs> okay, it's not political. Um, no, I got really excited. The one time, apart from talking about toques and stupid countries that shouldn't be in the Winter Olympics, that I got really excited was when the Etrian team came out because Etrian. my grandparents <laughs> Eritrea sponsor Eritrea. <laughs> however you pronounce it. Eritrea and Etrian anyway, are the they same country. Yep. <laughs> because war and stuff. And um, yeah, that was pretty exciting. I'm not laughing at the war. <laughs> may not war be in the Winter stuff. Olympics. <laughs> yeah, we don't need to talk about that. Oh, the Indian guy that looked really happy, but it's really funny because they only have two athletes and they're the second biggest populated country in the world. Um, yeah. You did a mention about, I think, was it the Colombians where you said, oh, they're wearing uh, ponchos. <laughs> no, I haven't gotten that, that far, was great. I don't think. Um, all right. Well, thank you, Mallory. Uh, <laughs> now that we've started our oh, Tokyo 2020 so coverage, it's over to Colin. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I, I can't believe in all that you missed the New Zealand flag bear wearing a freaking bearskin rug on his back. Okay. Okay, the thing about New Zealand is that I got really confused. I was like, they're wearing black. That's so boring. And then my host mom was like, yeah, they're the all blacks. It's a like, traditional oh, I color. Really stupid. <laughs> I just said something really stupid. Okay, wait, wait, wait. I'm actually not done yet, and I didn't realize that I wasn't uh. done yet. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Whose idea was it to bring the other Canadian on? I think the closing ceremonies are starting now. Can we segue? Quick side's <laughs> about to perform. <laughs> Um, okay, no, 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 this is where we talk about how Taiwan has to compete as Chinese Taipei. Yes. Which, because they're now owned by China or whatever, I don't actually know anything about anything. Um, so they have to compete as Chinese Taipei, but Hong Kong gets to compete as their own country. And that's just rude. Come on, China. Um, oh, now, now that China will listen to this, they'll be like, oh, she's right. We should listen to her. Oh, okay, we'll fix that up. Yes. I said that France is classy. I don't remember what they were wearing, but Ugh. apparently they looked nice. Ugh. And they have an... No, they have an Australian on their team, according to your... Uh, mm -hmm. Probably been people kidnapped. Commentators. <laughs> um, I hated Finland's outfits. Okay, okay. Like. Mallory, Mallory, I'm going to interrupt you. Love you, but uh, other people need to talk, so uh, we can go through every nation if you want. <laughs> you and I can talk about this over coffee hey. this afternoon. Uh, but we need to... <laughs> Give me two more countries. Two more countries. No, I'm actually at the end of it. This is where I tell you that you spell assassin wrong. Okay, well, um, I'm just going to go make sure I talk to this Swedish, I mean, sorry, Swiss person in Colin Yielding. Colin! <laughs> I think you've only got Luxembourg and Romania to talk about now. Mallory covered everyone uh, else. See, you, you could have given her three because there's only three left. But um, <laughs> let's, let's talk quickly about a few of the, the countries that gave a little bit of personality. Like Ghana coming out dancing was pretty good. Um, the better one was the Czech Republic when they came out and it looked like they were either all trying to dance briefly or just take a knee, but it looked incredibly awkward. So they were so out of sync. It looked like they all just tripped at the exact same time and then slowly got to their feet. It was very awkward. Um, uh, which one, Oh, I'm going to save this one for last because I've got our Ryan Lochte douche of the year. Yes. <laughs> and guess what? They're American. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> So 34 athletes from Netherlands, and they show on the screen here that 23 medals last time were won in speed skating. So basically, all 34 athletes are going to walk away with a speed skating medal this time. We already know that. <laughs> uh, 
I'm going to get to some of the, the commentary here, uh, but there's a few things that they did. One, uh, just brief thing on commentary here, the Ireland one that came out. Now, I don't know if something funny happened on screen because I wasn't paying like that close attention. They but look the... like freaking monsters and characters. Sorry. Well, maybe that's what it was because the commentators here all of a sudden started laughing and they introduced like you know, the flag bearer, Seamus O'Connor. And the main guy, the main commentator for CBC goes, Seamus O'Connor. <laughs> I guess he could be classified as a pretty good Irishman. <laughs> were they all drunk? There was a team who came out, and I swear they were all drunk. Uh, Those Irish, they tripped. Island. They're, they're tri- <laughs> Somebody give them a breathalyzer when they were drunk. <laughs> Australia. Australia. Scotty J. Ah, fucking Australia. Um, what other ones do I have here? Oh, yeah. So when Gangnam Style is playing, uh, the one commentator asks the other one, uh, um, you know, is this classified as K-pop? And he goes, the same guy was like, pretty good Irishman. He's like, no, I believe this would be too mainstream to be K-pop. Like, as if K-pop is like some underground indie music yeah. in Korea. <laughs> K-pop is like mainstream. <laughs> Uh, I, I do want to talk about the Bermudas guy in the shorts, though, which a lot of people are like, this is great, Bermuda came out in shorts, but did you look at his nose? Like, it was, it looked like Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, and you could visibly see him sniffling. Like, this guy had the worst cold ever, and they put him out there in shorts, and you can actually... <laughs> and his nose is beat red the whole time he's out there. Um, so, let's get to... Uh, one of the things they did is they would cut uh, backstage, I guess... You know, talking to some of the Canadian athletes as other nations what? are coming out. Well, you'd see it in the corner of the screen. You see, you know, so when those ones that didn't deserve, when the the, the ones that Canada. didn't deserve to be there, you know, <laughs> <laughs> but they did mention that one of our uh, bobsledders apparently they interviewed him and uh, he was saying, "My family at home in Australia," and I guess he says he has dual citizenship. Aww. So, hey, if we win golden bobsledding you got a gold medalist on your hands he's a dale big smith uh, 2.0 <laughs> yeah dale big smith <laughs> all right so here's our douche of the year and i don't know what anybody's feelings are but uh i'm sure everybody's familiar with Lindsay vaughn right oh yes i am yeah you have to be familiar with Lindsay vaughn all right so they cut to her now they're mostly doing canadian interviews but they cut backstage to her and cbc's interviewing her they were one of the most talked about american athletes in her final olympics were going on and on so they interview her and like she's she's as intelligent as ryan lochte you can tell within a second when they ask the question about you know which of these other countries are you most excited about seeing she goes i want to see china they have a really nice long jacket <laughs> and then there's just this awkward pause and like all right thank you back to you stuff. <laughs> Yeah, we found it. We found it already. It's taken us one day. Lindsay Vaughn, thank you. And just just to further prove it, I'm going to read some of Lindsay Vaughn's tweets on her way to <laughs> Um So hopefully we get to Korea. Apparently we don't have the right documents to fly. About two hours on this plane so far and just sitting at the gate. Some Germans and Italians on the plane too. Hashtag can we fly now, please. Like, I don't... She's like some Germans and Italians. Like it almost sounds like mildly racist. <laughs> like, okay. as if you, this if this is like 1950s, like there's a black guy in the front, <laughs> a Jewish guy in the rear, <laughs> and, and also M- NBC seemed to be getting on board with this too, Colin. Because I'm just reading here a headline uh, from NBC Olympics: Entering her final Olympics, Lindsay Vaughn is taking no chances with germs. <laughs> NBC always breaking the big news stories. <laughs> 
I gotta find some of these other ones here. Um, where is it? I, I oh, I'm right here on her Twitter. Okay. Uh, okay, so this is weird. The poor guy next to me wasn't feeling well, so he deplaned. Was it something I said? But I didn't say a peep. Hashtag feel better, dude. <laughs> I don't understand this woman. <laughs> um, I'm single because I only have eyes for the Olympics. Also, where's my pep talk, coach? I'm a, <laughs> I'm a woman in the morning and a woman in the night. <laughs> Um, yeah, and a lot of pictures of her dogs. Uh, oh, God. Yeah, Lindsay Vaughn, put, I'm putting, we're going to have to find Lindsay Vaughn's dumb tweet of the day or something. And coming soon, what would Lindsay Vaughn do to <laughs> NBC featuring Ryan Lochte? Ethnically profiling Germans and Italians. Why are, like, overly attractive American Olympic athletes so dumb? <laughs> Like, Ryan Lochte, hot. Lindsay Vaughn, hot. They're just dumb. Can these two just marry each other? They're probably the smartest Don't babies. Don't let them procreate. That's not right for the human race. They'd probably produce a Nobel Peace Prize winner. <laughs> Why did you become so smart? Because my parents are so dumb. Oh. <laughs> Is that all you have to say about the opening ceremony? <laughs> Uh, I, I mean, yeah. I mean, how can you top Lindsey Vaughn <laughs> racially profiling people on a plane? <laughs> I do, I do like uh, Valerie's change of profile picture too. Rudolph the red nosed Bermuda man. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he really does have a bloody bright red nose. I know. <laughs> Felt so bad for the guy. <laughs> He's crying. Let me go home. Got to go back to Bermuda. Uh, Jared, uh, what do you have to say about the Parade of Nations? Well, we had, uh, Channel 7's excellent coverage. Yes. Um, which Im- immediately, like, straight off just started breaking. The golden rule of the Parade of Nations is say who the flag bearer is just for every country, and I think they did it for the first two, and then they missed about ten in a row, and I'm just screaming at the, like, TV, just tell me who the flag bearer is, just put a little, like, <laughs> caption on the screen who it is, I... I don't need to know that the Norwegian team made a mistake with Google Translate and bought 15,000 eggs instead of 1,500. <laughs> Tell me who the flag bearer is. <laughs> like, it was just ridiculous. Like, luckily it got better. But I was like, that's the golden rule of, of commentating that is you say the flag bearer, then say whatever else, like, you want to say about the country. But, oh, and just, they were typical. It wasn't as good as Rio, but the lines, like, when Madagascar was in, like, Madagascar, <laughs> the name of a great kid series. <laughs> Tell me the flag bearer! <laughs> um, we, go, sorry, go, Jared. No, no, you go. I was going to say, we should, we should have mentioned we didn't have it on our last episode, but Scotty Jane's obviously uh, Australia's flag bearer. And I'm saying, Britt Cox is robbed. I'm sorry. She was robbed. She should yeah. have carried the flag. I'm... But they're probably assuming she's going to win so they could save her for the closing ceremonies. Possibly. Uh, Jared, I'm glad you mentioned that. I've written down some of these other great uh, one-liners here by Basil. Wait, wait, wait. Before you go, before you go, before yes. you go, it's my turn. It's my turn. It's my turn. It's my turn. Oh, yes. Okay. It's exciting when it's my turn. Um, the only time that I actually realized that I was in Australia, apart from the stupid accent, was when the Australian team came out. They followed them for, like, the next like 20 countries and they just talked about Australia and I was like I don't care about Australia like I want to see the outfits of the other countries anyway 
Yeah. I was going to say, thank exciting. you. I, they, glad you pointed that out, Mallory, because I was going to mention that. But I, I did some of the other one-liners here from Basil and Jackie. Um, so we had Ghana, home of Kofi Annan, the former UN general, before they decided to talk about the athletes. Uh, for Queenslanders, Ghana, formerly known as the Gold Coast, to which Jackie Cooper quickly goes, oh, and of course the Gold Coast Commonwealth Games are coming up on Channel 7. <laughs> <laughs> oh. um, we also had Norway, to which Basil Zempler stuttered a little bit. Another powerhouse, the most sex, a uh, successful nation. And I was like, oh, obviously Norway are pretty happy people. <laughs> guys, we- guys, guys, watch the slope style right now, right now, yeah, right now, right now. Just right face now. planet. There's a really great crash coming up. Watch, watch, watch. Is watch, he Swiss watch. or Swedish? Uh, where's he from? It's Finland. Oh, well, typical. He'll be laughing all the way to the bottom of the hill. Like, uh, <laughs> wait, where'd the crash go? They, they took it sweet. away. They erased There's it. There's a Swiss guy who replaced him. <laughs> no, this is the Finnish guy with the cool gloves. Uh, we also had Denmark, home of Lego, <laughs> and Tasmania's Princess Mary, to which Jackie Cooper replied, I'm sure our Mary will be cheering on the Aussies. Oh, wait, here, right here. Look, he's on his face. Well, he's on his bum, and now he's on his face. Now he's on his face. Oh, they skipped it. Sorry, it was really exciting. I, I'm glad you're excited for it. Um, also, what was with the Korean kids? What were they carrying next to the people with the sign? Was it like a little flag or a lantern or something like that? I, I didn't understand it. It we, looked it looked like a, a mini version of the the torch penis that right, we see of course, later on. Yes, the torch penis. We also had um, Lebanon came out. A big audience in Lebanon today. It's a public holiday. Okay, cool. Uh, Romania has a new prime minister. I learnt that from Basil. Jackie Cooper said she'd been to Liechtenstein. I'm glad for her. Uh, <laughs> we also have, <laughs> for Sweden, it was, uh, that's also called Switzerland, Mallory. Uh, home of ABBA, Alfred Nobel, and Boris Becker. Uh, no, he's German. Bor- Bjorn Borg. I've written that wrong. Uh, and if you love Maccas in- and skiing, they opened a McSki in 1996. <laughs> um, what else do they have there? Um... Oh, Jack, Jackie Cooper is a very intelligent lady. She's maybe Australia's Lindsay Vaughn. So the, the Iceland come out. They're all like, oh, he's Iceland. Never won any blah, blah, blah. So it's Jackie Cooper goes, no medals. They're so close to the North Pole. What's that about? <laughs> the Eurovision quote was when Ireland came out and Basil Zimplis is like, oh, they do excel in another format. Eurovision. They've won seven titles. And then, I don't know if this was like dick moment by Jackie Cooper, and Dora comes out, and Basil Zippers is all like, oh, the poorest nation in Europe. And to which Jackie Cooper goes, oh, yep, they can still afford to send athletes to the Olympics. How great. (laughs) And then they have uh, the Russian, the independent Olympic athletes of Russia, they have a, a... uh, volunteer carrying the flag. That's a big honour for them. And then the Mallory mentions how they have the split screen. So you've got like, you know, the country's coming out and you what they're following like the Australian athletes around. And Jackie Cooper just randomly interrupts Basil Zeppelin at one point and goes, There's Chumby Pullen! Good on him! Oh. <laughs> we had to have a stupid Chumby Pullen moment when he's not even like anywhere like Chumpy Pullen Cam is on the scene trying to find him the whole time. <laughs> but Can't then wait until the guy retires. I do I do also like the fact that um for Kazakhstan, home of Borat. Um <laughs> <laughs> And I love the this is just I just like the Jamaican guys coming out when they're doing that little dance when they're sort of going out there. Um 
I want to, if anyone has got nothing else to say about the OBC, I want to talk a little bit about the coverage. I, I'd love to hear the CBC stuff here, Colin, but Jared, I, I want to start a campaign and I, I think we could actually do this because I got a couple of people liking my tweet. I think we should start a crowdfunding campaign to raise the relevant funds it costs to buy the rights to the Olympics and just host it ourselves. Because, like, can we just go back to Channel 10 and Channel 9 hosting? Because Channel 7, really, not only do they send their B team, we get Hamish McLaughlin and some other woman hosting it who's terrible. They're, they're so, like, we know this is the Australian coverage. I understand that they're going to be focusing and talking up all our, you know, Australian athletes. But, like, they legitimately did a montage pre-opening ceremony where they say, let's take a look at some great moments from past Olympics, to which they show a five-minute montage of winter movies. They show Cool Runnings. They show I, Tonya. They show Miracle. They show The Mighty Ducks. They show Eddie the Eagle, to which they then show Blades of Glory, and then all of a sudden, <laughs> Hamish McLaughlin comes back on and goes, Chad Michael Michaels, maybe the greatest figure skater I've ever seen. Uh, <laughs> this is Australian Winter Olympics coverage for you. Um, it's so ridiculous. Now, also, can I point out, they've sent out, like, people like Rachel Finch, who's, what, a former Miss Australia winner, she's not even a journalist, and all the coverage they show is just of her taking Instagram selfies and pictures and nothing to do with the actual games. They follow this up with that random woman interviewing Scotty James outside the stadium before she goes in to say, oh, I saw, uh, Sean White, I think you could take him, oh, what do you think, like, she's just so <laughs> dumb and can I just say this is a controversial opinion because I know she's one of Australia's most respected journalists Mel McLaughlin she's actually a terrible interviewer she can't ask interview questions for shit just because she looks pretty and she got picked up on by Chris Gale once she's famous she's a terrible interviewer um, Jared I'm saying it right now can we start a crowdfunding campaign to get these Olympic coverage off because I'm, I'm sick of Channel 7 it's only been 24 hours yeah, and in typical Channel 7 fashion, it's just repeat, 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 repeat. What was with... Why did they even start... They started the coverage at 8.30, and then the opening ceremony didn't even start till like, 10.30. And oh, it's just... The amount of times I have seen our mogul skiers go down, like, it's the only <laughs> thing they show. I'm like, there are other events on. This was yesterday, and everybody in the nation now knows that they're through to the final. Yep. Like, that's all that they show over and over and over. I'm like, hey, the curling's live. We could we could put that on. No. Nah. No. Not showing it. Let's, not, not giving us a bar of it. Let's show the interview with uh, Lydia Lassila for the 18th time to remind everyone that she's been to five Olympics and this is her last. I mean, I love Lydia Lassila, don't get me wrong, but I don't want to see that interview any more times because I'm sick of it. Um, I love, I hate news.com.au, but they had the greatest headline ever last night post-opening ceremonies. Their headline, Please shut up. Channel 7 slammed for incessant chatter. And uh, I also was lucky enough to have one of my tweets featured in that article with me bagging out Channel 7. So thank you, news.com.au. Uh, Mallory, this is your first time ever experiencing an Australian coverage. You said you weren't paying much attention to it, but did you pick up anything at all? I mean, were you just too busy looking at the toques? Yeah, the toques were more important. Um, they have accents. <laughs> they talk about boring things that I don't care about. I'm really, honestly, I'm really not excited to turn on the TV and watch the Australian coverage just because, like, I'd rather listen to someone with the same accent as me and actually understand what they're saying. Um, you know, I'll just commentate the Olympics. I'll watch the Australian coverage and <laughs> just, just ring up Mallory every day. Okay, okay, Mallory, this is me commentating the moguls. <laughs> 
No, it's just like I don't know. It's easier to pay attention to my own accent than your accent because, like, sometimes I have to concentrate to understand what you people say. Hey. Uh, so I care more about the Canadian team than your Australian team. Thank you. Um, it's weird. I kind of almost care more about the Canadian team than the Australian team at the Winter Olympics, but that's another story. Uh, Colin, did we have any highlights from the CBC coverage? Or the, I don't know. Did you watch CBC, NBC, both of them? No, just CBC and, uh, you know, outside of the... Uh, really great Irishmen. <laughs> um, there really wasn't, you know, too much stuff. It's tough because when I was watching it, I mean, it started at like five in the morning here and I, you know, tried to sleep in a little bit. Then Casper started screaming around five thirty in the morning. So uh, I figured he was panicking because he was missing the opening ceremony. So I didn't really get to see any of the pre-show stuff or anything like that. It was just the commentators, but I'm just excited that we have uh, we'd like, we have a regular good broadcasting team here that covers all the Olympics or all sports stuff on CBC. But what I'm really excited about is a lot of the uh, experts and former athletes that are involved in commentating. The main one being, uh, this is huge because he's signed to a contract on you know the number one network in Canada, John Montgomery, ah. uh, skeleton gold medalist uh, and host of the Amazing Race Canada, <laughs> is going to be on for the skeleton doing commentary, which is like the most exciting thing ever. Woo! And Jared has actually seen the Amazing Race Canada, so he knows how great this is going to be. Yeah, John Montgomery is a legend. Mal- Mallory, yes. are you a John Montgomery fan? Do you know who he is? <laughs> yep, cool. How do you live in this country and not watch The Amazing Race Canada? <laughs> I watch, yeah, no. Oh, look, no. the Swiss flag. Oh, wait, it's the Swedish flag. Um, so, <laughs> sorry, I'm just watching. I'm never going to live this down, am I? <laughs> snowboarding slope. You know who my favorite uh, Swedish tennis player is? Roger Federer, he's great. Um, just wanted to share that. <laughs> And, di- and didn't Channel 7 want to let us know that? Yes. Oh, bloody hell. The great summer of tennis we've had on Channel 7. <laughs> I'm surprised we so didn't get, like, AFL cool references. Get ready for my kitchen balls. <laughs> yes. Oh, and here comes Ghana. Wasn't that just remind you of that great Ghana dish cooked on my kitchen rules this Monday night on Channel 7? Um, I guess just quickly, uh, just before we get to sort of looking at day one, we've obviously got a bit of, uh, qualification news and that from the moguls, and I know Colin are excited to speak about that. Um, did you, I, I thought when you were talking about Lindsay Vaughn, I didn't know if you were going to bring up, uh, speaking of the US, the whole controversy with, uh, Shani Davis. Were you familiar with kind of what happened there with the whole coin toss of the flag? Did you hear about that? No. I mean, I, again, Shani Davis, I usually try to zone out when, uh, <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of American athletes that, you know, I, I, I try not to pay attention to. So, so basically they had, I think, a, to, to carry the US flag into that ceremony, they had a final, like, list of eight candidates to carry the flag. And basically they got, um, all of these people to vote for who they think should carry it. Um, and it was, it basically came down to a tie between Shani Davis and a luge athlete, the esteemed Aaron Hamlin. Uh, and basically it was decided by a coin toss. Uh, to which Aaron Hamlin won. Now, Shani Davis did not take this well and basically claimed this was racial prejudice against him um, and tweeted out something about, like, Black Lives Matter month 2018 or something like that. So it's caused a bit of controversy uh, that he's trying to play the race card with this, that uh, a coin toss basically is racist. So, um, I, I, Colin... He's just lucky he's not German and Italian, okay? Yeah. <laughs> Matt Mallory, do you have any comment on uh, the differences between um, Americans and the Swiss? I don't know where I'm going with this. But... I have no idea. I'm just thinking about how Finland can't land any of their jumps, honestly. 
No, seriously, watching the slope style, every single time someone finish goes through the course, they crash on the exact same jump every single time. It doesn't matter who it is. It's well, I was watching mm-hmm. that's racism. Yeah. <laughs> Races I against finish. You guys out. I didn't know who you were talking about. <laughs> um, just, uh, just before we move on to, also quickly say here, uh, just to steal your thunder here, Colin, I've got a Lindsay Vaughn tweet here. Um, this is oh. from February the 7th. David Collins at David4242 tweeted to Lindsay Vaughn saying, Lindsay Vaughn posted on Instagram that she was at the dentist. Priorities before the Olympics. <laughs> Lindsay Vaughn replied, yeah, I chipped my front tooth. Uh, <laughs> You learn so much from celebrities on Twitter. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, now, before we look into day one, because day one is on right now, we are watching the uh, qualification heats for snowboard slope style. This is great sport. and God damn it, New Zealand in second. What the hell is going on? Um, but the mogul, we had, we've had a few events. We've had curling happening. We've had ski jumping happening. Uh, we've had some moguls qualifi- qualifying. Uh, Jared, for you and I, the big news is Britt Cox, uh, our robbed flag bearer. She's, uh, officially through to the final, uh, on Sunday. I believe that's tomorrow. Uh, and our, um, our male, uh, uh, what do you call him? Mogulist. Graham. Uh, yes. Was that Graham, did you say? Yeah, Matt Graham. Thank you. Uh, he is also through to the, uh, the final. Just quickly, before I get Canada's perspective of this, Jared, exciting. We've got two Aussies already into a final, two medal hopes for us. Yeah, it's good. It's good that, um, the jinxes haven't started yet, although I have a theory that if, if you're on a Swiss ad for multivitamins, <laughs> then you're bound to lose. So, um, yeah. I saw that. I saw that online today. Yeah. <laughs> um, and Colin, your, your take obviously in the men's, your, your man, uh, Kingsbury is, uh, dominantly Kingsbury. through. And, uh, you've also got, uh, one of the Defer Point sisters is through as well as, uh, our Andy Naughty is through to the final as well. Yeah. Yeah. And, it's crazy Guys, because... Guys, just did really well. Sorry to interrupt. Shut up, we're talking about the mobiles. Like, <laughs> 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 double the score as anyone else had so far. Got a 64. Anyway. Uh, it's Olympic athlete of Russia, too. He's not allowed to oh, be called... Vlad. <laughs> it's, oh, it's Vlad. Oh, it's Vlad. I thought I recognized him. 11th? That was pretty uh, shit. <laughs> no, I, I know I've mentioned this other times, but, like, if you watch American coverage... They basically will identify that Americans are the front runners for everything, and there's some you know huge upset if they ever lose. But it's always great when you tune into American coverage, and the first thing they talk about is you know Canadian Mikel Kingsbury, the most accomplished athlete in the history of the sport, you know is uh, expected or to win the gold medal. And I mean, obviously he did. He was he's dominated everything he does. The men's race is pretty much decided. It's between him and this uh, Japanese skier who basically will flop, you know, uh, 90% of the time, and then the other 10% of the time miraculously beats Kingsbury. But the really exciting thing for Canada is that three of our four female skiers automatically went into the the finals, like you said, including Andy Naughty um, and Justine DeFrilippoint. And Chloe is, uh, she, she still has another shot, but this has kind of been her off-season as well. But uh, yeah, it's big for Australia and Canada. I mean, we're making up like a huge majority of moguls on both men's and women's side. Now, just quickly, so the 10 finals, so basically from what I was listening to the, um, the coverage, so you've had 10 women, 10 men through to the final, and then the remaining, uh, athletes, they, um, have what, two more chances to make the final? Is it, do 12 people mm-hmm. make the final? Am I correct there? Or is there more than that? 
Mm, I don't. I believe it's twelve. That's what I was thinking last night, but I can't remember one hundred percent. So basically, you've got about twenty athletes still in two more um, runs to make two spots in the final. So a uh, lot to go there. So the ten uh, women who are through uh, Lafont from France, Andy Noddy, uh, Morgan Chart of the US, uh, Justine Defer Lapointe um, from Canada, we just said. Cal from the US, Brittany Cox is in six for Australia, uh, the Borat skier, Kazakhstan, Yulia Galashieva, I love saying these names, uh, Keaton McCargo from the USA, uh, great, yes. what a, what a legend she is, uh, Arisa Murata from Japan and Audrey Robichaud, am I saying that correctly? Robert Schold yeah. from Canada through, uh, the other, the non, you just said Chloe Delafour Lapointe, uh, she was in 13th. The other Australians in the female, Jakara Anthony was 14th, Maddie Himbury was 15th, and Claudia Gwelly was 17th. Uh, so they're just on the cusp there. And in the men, as you said, Mikhail Kingsbury, uh, followed by Alexandra Shmishlalev. Uh, from the Olympic athletes from Russia, Dmitry Ranet from Kazakhstan, Troy Murphy, USA, Kama Horishima, Japan, Daichahara, Japan, Pavel Kolomov, Kazakhstan, Felipe Marquis from Canada, Matt Graham was ninth uh, for Australia, and Sacha Therocharis uh, from France. Uh, the other Canadians, uh, Marc-Antoine Gagnon was just missed out. Uh, so the only other Canadian there. And the Aussies in the men's. So Rohan Chapman-Davies was 17th. James Matheson, uh, he's given up in his Australian Idol hosting duties there. Um, Jared, he's, uh, he decided to take up moguls. When did this happen? Didn't he run for the federal election last year? Um, he was 17th. Australians, uh, non-Australians do not get what we're talking about. He's a former host of Australian Idol called James Matheson, and apparently he's gone to, mo- uh, to moguls. Uh, and sadly, Bro- Brody Summers did not start in the moguls. I don't know what happened there. So, um, I'm excited for that. And Colin, can we just point out, uh, two of our, uh, athletes that we've had on this show with 12 in the lead up to these games, but already two of them are through to the final and they're both in the same final. So mm-hmm. we've got a big success rate so far for athletes who have appeared on this show. That's right. I mean, that's all the other athletes out there. You know, if you want to win, you got to come on off the podium. I'm, I'm saying gold for Brittany Cox, silver for Andy Naughty, and get one of the deferler point sisters up there so I can have a look at her properly, and uh, we'll have a successful, uh, <laughs> we'll have a successful moguls. Um, now, also the curling Canada did pretty all right in the curling so far, Colin. I wasn't really paying too much attention yeah. to it, but uh, they did all right, didn't they? They lost. Yeah, they lost their first one, but well, then they won well, the then. last two. I think. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, they, they, I think everybody's kind of lost at least one at this point. Okay, and this is, they've got mixed uh, curling now, don't we? So that's what that's what's on so far. The mixed doubles, right? Okay. Uh, just other ones that happened. So we had uh, the ski jumping, the normal hill. Uh, define normal, I like to say. Uh, the qualifi- qualification happened to that, so we had 50 ski jumpers have gone through to the final, which I believe is tonight, uh, the time of recording, so it's Saturday evening. Uh, now my man, I, I love Simon Aman. Now I don't know, Colin, if you're familiar with him, obviously, two gold in Salt Lake and two gold in, um, in Vancouver. They refer to him here in Australia as, uh, the Harry Potter on skis. Jared, I'm sure you remember that. Are you a Simon Aman fan? And he's from Sweden. Uh, sorry, Switzerland. I, 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 are you a fan, Colin? You, do you know who I'm talking about? <laughs> oh, I th- you said Jared. So Did I? I? Oh, shit. <laughs> um, one of the men. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm a huge fan of Jared, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Mallory, have you become a fan of Jared yet? Nope. All right, that's a bit sad for you, Jared. <laughs> yes, yes, sorry. 
Uh, <laughs> I don't know where it's going. But anyway, the uh, the highest qualifier in that uh, was the esteemed Andreas Wellinger from Germany, who just finished ahead of Camille Stotch of Poland and David Kubacci of Poland. Now, the Japanese uh, ski jumper, he's in his eighth Olympics. What's, do we, did anyone note his name down? Uh, <laughs> I'm going to find him here eventually. There's a, there's a few Japanese uh, ski jumpers in this final. Um, but, Jared, they talked him up a lot last night in Channel 7, didn't they? Yeah, well, I, I think fair enough, too. I even wrote in my notes, just Japan flag bearer, eight-time Olympian. Like, 32 years, like, going to the Winter Olympics is just, I mean, it's kind of ridiculous. Like, you think of that, I suppose, more so in the Summer Olympics. And, and in terms of sports, you're probably thinking, like, equestrian because it's just the same people for a hundred years um but to do like a physically demanding sport for like 32 years i think it's just pretty insane nor nor noriaki kasai is his name he's 45 um and he's already won three olympic medals um he was a silver medalist in Lillehammer in the team large hill, a silver medalist in Sochi in the individual large hill, and a bronze in Sochi in the team large hill. So gold is due for Noriaki Kasai. And uh, that's actually on really late here tonight, Australian time, because we're obviously uh, east coast here. We're two hours ahead of Korea. But I'm looking for... I like the ski jumping. I've always enjoyed it. It's a great sport to watch. But uh, also um, in terms of what else is going on, uh, we had a, there was a lot of alpine skiing qualification times in terms of practice runs, which got some coverage. We won't go through all them. Day one. So we'll look ahead to day one. And before we get to come of these segments at the end, obviously day one right now is actually on. We've been watching it. Mallory, you still enjoyed you here by the, the slope style. Cause this is basically all we've got right now. Has any other Finnish people crashed recently that we haven't uh, paid attention to? Um, no, it was in the slope style over now and it's on to alpine skiing training. Oh. Very exciting. I'm watching how I much. With subtitles on while I ignore you guys talking. <laughs> I'm glad that you're enjoying being on uh, off the podium. You've already gone straight to um <laughs> to uh yeah. That's awkward. Um we also so today on day one the, the sports we have we've got biathlon, the women's sprints on today, we've got cross country skiing, the women's skiathlon, which I do believe is the first medal. Uh, event, if I'm not mistaken. Curling continues. We've got ice hockey starts today. First day of matches, uh, group oh, stages. Yeah. Women's is on today, so we're looking for that. Uh, we've got two runs in the men's singles luge. Sadly, it's not the doubles, but we, uh, we'll be keeping an eye out for that. Um, one of our uh, good friends on the show, Andy Jung, competes in his first events tonight in the men's 1500 meter short track speed skating. So we'll be cheering on Andy. Um, the qualifying heats of the women's 500 meter also in the short track and the qualifying heats of the women's 3000 meter relay. As I mentioned, the men's normal hill individual ski jumping happen. We've got the qualifying rounds, which are happening right now. We'll just finish actually the men's slope style and, uh, speed skating, full track speed skating. Uh, we have 3,000 metres. So in order today, we actually have five medals will be decided today. That is, uh, as I said, biathlon, women's sprint, cross-country skiing, the skiathlon, the men's 1,500 metre short track, the ski jumping, the normal hill, and speed skating, women's 3,000 metres. Colin, uh, I don't know if you have uh, knowledge there of many Canadian chances in any of those uh, at all. I mean, short track speed skating, you guys are always a pretty good pretty good in those. Yeah, because I did see on TV that uh, the 1,500 metres, I think, are today, and Charles Hamlin's in that. Yes. So another... Friend of the show, uh, starting out his final Olympics. Well, there you go. He'll be competing against Andy Jung because he's also in that one today. So, uh, there you go. So the Aussies in action today. Only three of them, uh, in action. Uh, so Andy Jung, as I've mentioned, and we have two women. Here we go. This is exciting, Jared. In the skiathlon, uh, the esteemed Barbara Jezersek, excuse me, 
and Jessica Yeaton, traditional rivals, I believe there, Jared. Uh, are you a Team Jessica or Team Barbara? Um, it really just depends who's winning at the time. Yes, that is that is a good that is that is a very uh, standard answer. I like that. I think. <laughs> Yes, very good. Uh, I think maybe we'll have to choose those three athletes as our three we send messages to today. We'll get to those in a second. Uh, but, so that's what's on today. And this is a good thing about the Winter Olympics. I feel we can devote more time to talking about these events separately because there's only, you know, not as many on each day as we do have for the Summer Games. Uh, Mallory, uh, I don't know if you're paying attention to me right now, but uh, what, what are you looking forward to today most? The biathlon, cross-country skiing, short tracks, speed skating, speed skating or ski jumping? Wasn't there hockey on the list originally? I'm talking medal events, medal events, not just qualifying events, medal events today. Can you repeat the list? Not speed skating. Uh, well, I hate speed skating. You hate speed? What's wrong with you? What about short track speed skating? It's boring. Short track speed skating is not boring. It's boring. Okay. No. It's just, I'm not... <laughs> <laughs> Why am I with you? Um, we've got the skiathlon, the women's sprint and the biathlon, or the ski jumping then. The ski jumping. Good. I won't watch anything else. <laughs> I refuse to watch anything else. Uh, all right, let's go. I mean, but it'll be like in the background. <laughs> okay. Uh, Colin, do you have an athlete profile for us today from Canada? I do. Um, and uh, I was going to pick one of the deferral points uh, because we've only got so many days till the moguls is over, but it actually wasn't that exciting of a bio. I picked one here. This is an athlete I haven't even heard of. Hi, my name is Chris Del Bosco, and ah. I ski. So, again, people can find these if they go to olympics.ca and just search, Hi, my name is, you can find a whole handful of athletes who have done this. And it's all filled out in their own handwriting with pictures and all that. What? So it starts, yeah, they, I'll send the link for everybody here. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, you've listened to this show before. <laughs> uh, He's a huge fan yes. of everything I've ever done in my life. So. All right, so... Hello, my name is Christelle Bosco, and I am Canadian. My favorite Olympic moment is representing Canada at, in quotes, home games in 2010. I don't know why home is in quotes. Um, if I could have any superpower, it would be teleportation. My favorite sports movie is Rad, which I had no idea what that was, and I looked it up, and it's a 1986 BMX movie. Um, cool. <laughs> From the director of Smokey and the Bandit and Smokey <laughs> and the Bandit Part 2. <laughs> I don't know how old this guy is. Draw a picture of yourself. So do a stick figure with one hand and a bubble coming out that says, wow, I'm an artist. <laughs> I saw that at the opening ceremony last night when that thing was in the middle of the ground, that, that stick figure thing. Uh, here's a really good one. My funniest childhood memory is one time I pooped in my ski pants when I was little because I didn't <laughs> want to stop and go inside. My dad had to hose out my ski boots. <laughs> Who is this guy? He's a skier, Cristel Bosco. Cristel Bosco. My dad had to. My dad had to hose out my ski boots. The pooper. <laughs> uh, my favorite pump-up song is Echo by Bad Meets Evil. Oh. The most recent TV show I binge-watched is Better Call Saul. Uh, draw a picture of one of your teammates. So he drew somebody with long hair that's saying, I like big air, and what happened to my nose? <laughs> he pooed it off. <laughs> if I could be an Olympian in any sport other than my own, it would be BMX, just like the main character in Rad, apparently. 
my favorite song lyrics are, you can't hide from the truth because the truth is all there is. My guilty pleasure is nacho cheese Doritos. My favorite food are, my favorite foods are chicken. It should be pluralized, I guess. <laughs> if I weren't an athlete, then I would be an orthopedic surgeon. Oh, yeah, right. Uh, my favorite... <laughs> Not with incontinence issues. Come on. <laughs> My favorite vacation spot is, and because, so it's a beach because I spend my whole year in the cold. People usually describe me as quiet. And if I were an animal, which would you be? Uh, it looks like he drew some really flat boobs here with an arrow pointing that says bird in brackets eagle. <laughs> wow. Can I just Chris point out? Del Bosco. He's actually American born. So uh, this probably explains a lot. <laughs> <laughs> That's why he pooped in his ski pants. He's from Colorado Springs. Uh, I'm just looking up here. This is a Canadian uh, Ryan Lochte or Lindsay Vaughn, I feel. Uh, what was that quote you said about the truth or something? That sounded like a Ryan Lochte quote. The truth is the truth because the truth is the truth truth. Uh, <laughs> just like, oh, you can't hide from the truth because the truth is all there is. Okay. Uh, Mallory, I just I texted you. Did you know there's figure skating on right now? Uh I'm trying to find it. I'm in shock. How does this freaking website work? Um, it's Channel 7, so you probably need a degree to work it out. I don't know. Um, now, a couple of ones okay. here for our fan message. Jared, I don't know if you've got any up to read here too, but let me know if you do. But um, got a few here. So here's one to Harry Laidlaw. And if I look at my list, he is a alpine skier. Uh, try your very best at the Winter Olympics. Good luck. You are my favourite from Brody in Victoria. Cool. Um, he's one to the esteemed Kent Callister, a snowboarder. Uh, this is from Rahim uh, in Victoria. I hope you try your very best. Good luck at the Winter Olympics. I'll be cheering for you. Cool. Um, he's one from Eastern Oberholzer, an overseas fan to the entire Australian Olympic team. Hello, Australia. I would just like to say good luck to you guys just as much as I would for Canada. We, I am cheering you on from Waterloo, Ontario, Canada, as we were chosen to be Australia for our school Olympics. Thank you. We or... Is that we or we, I were chosen? I'm just... I'm reading this word for word. There are no full stops in this. So I'm actually going to start this again and just not take a breath. You ready for this? Hello, Australia. I would just like to say good luck to you guys just as much as I would for Canada. We, I am cheering you on from Waterloo, Ontario, Canada, as we were chosen to be Australia for our school Olympics. Thank you, your fan, Easton. Good, good luck. Yep. Thank you, Easton. (laughs) You made Canada proud. You have. um, Let's see here. We've got one here from George's in Victoria, who is sending a message to Rohan Chapman Davies, who is a freestyle skier. Good luck in the Olympics. I have been watching, and you are impressive and amazing. I wish you all the best. Um, One here from Gavin Lee, um, Queensland. This is to Alexander Falazzo who I believe is one of our... Uh, no, he's not a bobster. He's a loser. Oh, there we go. The esteemed Australian loser. Rock that sleigh. Wishing safe speed. <laughs> um, oh, here we go. Hang on. This, is, this is a good one here. To our flag bearer, one of our gold medal hopes, Scotty James. This is from Nick in Victoria. Yo, Scotty, I'm up here in the Swiss Alps in Decentis with your pipe homie, Sergio Berger. Just want to wish you all the <laughs> best, homie. man. He's pipe homie. Uh, <laughs> peace 
from that a, sounds like a snowboarder, all right. Peace from a fellow South Woodian. <laughs> Jared, enough. Are you on this, Jared? Are you reading any of these? No. Jared. Okay. Um, Jared left us. He's, he's gone. There's, there's two here on the page to Oz Olympic team 11 hours ago. There's no text or nobody from anything. <laughs> Um, wow. And none of our messages made it through during Rio, and they'll put that on the site? Exactly. <laughs> All right, okay, so let's let's get these off. So I believe we have to send ours to... So we've got to do three a day. So uh, let's start off with Barbara Jezusek. She's one of our cross-country skiers today in the skiathlon. So if I just click here, this is all live on air. So you can click on send message. You can do this on the website this time around, not just on the app. So we can go sport. All right. So let's go cross-country skiing. Optional. Select athlete. Oh, we don't have to select. You just do it anyway. Uh, all right. Where's Barbara? There she is. Uh, name. Are we, are we just calling this off the podium? Uh, oh, I want to take you off. Mallory. No. <laughs> <laughs> Email off the podium at Mallory.com. Date. Uh, Let's be in South Australia today. Message. What do we want to say to Barbara in the skiathlon? Anybody? Messages of a skiathlon? Don't you hate the Germans and Italians? (laughs) Don't you hate the Germans and Italians? Beat at least one of them and Australia will be proud. Uh, Thanks for defecting. <laughs> Australia will be proud. Thanks for defecting. <laughs> Love ya, XXXX. Uh, do we want to sign up for exclusive e-newsletters? Why not? Uh, send message. Under moderation. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> remember that time when the Australian Olympic Committee banned us from posting on their wall in Rio? <laughs> I have a feeling that's going to happen again. All right, so there's one. All right, so we're going to do this quickly because we're going to be here all day. All right, thank you very much. Post another message. So this is going to go to the other skiathlon eat. Is that a word? Um, All right, so this is to the esteemed Jessica Yeaton. Um, All right, name off the podium. We'll just just keep that consistent. Email, keep that consistent uh, off the podium at Uh, (laughs) Mallory.com. Let's go from the ACT this time around. Uh, Anyone, what are we going to say to Jessica? Hope you skiathlon the shit out of everyone. (laughs) Beat Barbara. (laughs) Shit out of everyone. Beat Barbara. And the Swiss. No wonder you guys get banned. <laughs> All right. Uh, I'm, I'm also going to screenshot each one of these so we can share this on our uh, Facebook page so people can see what we're writing and <laughs> wonder why we exactly as Mallory said. <laughs> no wonder. All right. I feel like we need to be nice for the next one because we've actually had him on the show. It's Andy Jung. And, I, you know, he said that he on that starting line, and everybody needs to pay attention to this, if on the starting line he rubs his stomach before he competes... That is a message to us. He said he would do that as a signal to us. All oh. right? So, Andy Jung, name, off the podium. Um, Mallory Swiss. Um, <laughs> uh, state, well, we haven't been from New South Wales yet. Um, rub, uh, no, what, what can we say here to Andy? Um, rub that belly like a shirtless Tongan. <laughs> rub that belly like a shirtless Tongan. Um... Bradbury's got nothing on you. Bradbury has got nothing on you. 
from your favourite podcast and Mallory. Um, Done. <laughs> uh, look at that. We've ticked three off the list. We've only got 48 to go. I reckon we can do this, folks. This is our own Olympics here. We're going to message every single Australian athlete across these games and they're all going to win medals or at least hopefully do a, an interview with us. Can I also just point out uh, what made my day? Um, I, you know, like to share stuff on social media. Mallory goes off on me for that, but hey, whatever. Um, I actually had Alyssa Camplin, Australia's second ever gold medalist in the Winter Olympics in women's aerials in Salt Lake 2002. She backed it up with the bronze in Torino with those ugly donut medals that they had in 2006 where she liked my photo on Instagram uh, and then she uh, followed it up by liking a tweet of mine. I'm saying it now. Alyssa Camplin and I are besties. So uh, we haven't right. had her on the show well, yet. <laughs> what happened with you, Colin? I, I, I had the official Twitter account of the Deferla Point sisters, all oh. three of them, oh. like a tweet. Having said that, um, I also know that all of them on their individual accounts said that they're not posting any social media for the next two weeks. So obviously it was a publicist. But still... It says the Deferla Point sisters like me. Can you, can you, well, can, after they like you, can you pass on my details so they can like me too? Um, <laughs> just don't tell Mallory. I don't know if she's going to hear this or not. Um, alrighty. So, um, <laughs> we've gone over this well. Uh, we're back for day two. We'll, we'll be reco- we'll be covering day one in our next episode and then looking ahead to day two, of course. So we'll be going over everything. Uh, there'll be no medals for Australia. I can guarantee you that on day one. Uh, actually, I shouldn't guarantee that. Poor old Andy Jung, uh, and our old ski athletes. <laughs> don't, don't ever listen to this uh, episode, Andy. I have faith in you. Um, he's not rubbing his belly now. Thanks. His specialty is the, uh, the longer event that he's in, uh, which I think is the 3000 meters from memory when we had him on the show. I listen to what people say in the interviews here. So, uh, anyway, uh, Mallory, I'm going to start with you. Thank you for joining us. This has been a lot of fun. You're probably never going to come back on again after this experience today, but uh, we appreciate your input today. Thank you for having me. Um, yeah, I probably will never come back because you guys are so rude to me. It's fine. <laughs> That's only the beginning. We're lucky she didn't hear the stuff that we said when she wasn't paying attention. I know, right? <laughs> uh, just wait till we start talking about the How I Met Your Mother games. Um, Jared, <laughs> uh, appreciate your company too. Thank you. Thank you. It's been fun. And Colin, as always, thank you very much. You want to end it with a traditional Korean classic of Imagine at all, or no? I mean, I I'm, I got bigger things to take care of. Casper had an accident, so I got to hose out some ski boots. <laughs> yes. That's a typical Canadian problem. Uh, as I said, we'll be back. In the meantime, like us on Facebook. Uh, I think we might be starting a Twitter page up. Yay. Um, we'll also start up a crowdfunding campaign, perhaps, to see if we can raise... I, I don't know. It's probably only like 20 million or something like that. I, I'm sure we can get that, and I'll host it. Colin can, like, commentate the moguls. Jared can do the uh, ice dancing. Mallory can do the opening ceremony. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um, announce who the flag bearers are. Yes, exactly, exactly. And, and don't make Jared angry. I've never seen Jared so angry before. I loved it. Uh, hashtag off the podium in the meantime until we get our Twitter up and running. And uh, any comments, questions, feedback, uh, let us know on Facebook, hashtag us on Twitter, or on iTunes, you can leave us some feedback and some ratings on there. We'd appreciate that. We look forward to covering the first full day of Pyeongchang 2018. The Olympics are here. Get excited as we head out with that classic K-pop band that is Psy. Good night, and we'll speak to you tomorrow here in uh, sort of Pyeongchang.